You are listening to episode 182 of the Fitz Pro podcast, and we are going over setting yourself up for a successful 2023. This is going to be a lengthy podcast. I just know it. I know myself. I know what topics we are going over, and I am one of the biggest fans you can find for reflection and planning. So we will not waste any more time. Without further ado, let's dive in. Certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average Fitzbo. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a Fitzbro. Though I will not be talking about Legion Athletics, which is a sponsor of this podcast today, I will remind you that if you have not taken my free on-demand workshop, Your Biz, Your Way, Three Steps to Build a Profitable Online Health and Fitness Business, and you are indeed in the health and fitness industry and want to have a successful business online, then check out my free workshop. Go to anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register to join that for free. It is the best way to join Fitzpro Foundation. So maybe hold off if you're not planning on investing in Fitzpro. But if you have learned about Fitzpro, if you know what Fitzpro is and you are interested, join through my free workshop. There are also freebies over on the site if you go to anniemiller.co slash resources. And those are freebies for trainers trainees, and entrepreneurs. So if you have followed me for any amount of time, it's probably not news to you that I love, I love planning and reflection. I think that they both tend to keep me moving towards an actual goal versus just letting life happen to me or you. They give us intention. Planning without reflection can be pretty useless for most people in my opinion. So know that everything we talk about today assumes that you will revisit your goal and process on a weekly basis throughout the year. I use Hillary Rushford's Elegant Excellence Goals Journal in order to do this. Uh, when I talk about a monthly and weekly reflection, that's what I'm talking about. And in addition to that, I also use my day designer as a daily planner, like literally from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., uh, each day has its own page. Those are the two journals that I have used for over five years now, and I swear by both of them. It's what works for me. They may work for you. They may not work for you, but I encourage you to find something that does. And yes, I am a paper planner type of girl. I do not do anything electronically like this. When I talk about having success in 2023, I am referring to both personal and career-based success. You do not technically have to be an entrepreneur to take something from this episode. So whatever that looks like for you, that's what we're focusing on today. From an entrepreneurial standpoint, I have a bias towards your business serving your life because that is how I have set up my business. That is the business model that I have in setting it up in a way that makes the life that you want cohesive with the business that you want. That is what I am deeming as successful. That is the lens that I'm viewing this episode through. That might involve a revenue number at your job or a certain amount of clients or the creation of a new product that you've been dreaming of. Ideally, those goals are so that you can travel more, spend more time with your family, 
do more spontaneous things, have more time to do more hobbies you enjoy. They create space. That's kind of the overarching theme here. So let's go ahead and talk about step one which is, of course, reflecting on last year. I think in order to determine what you really want out of 2023, it's worth looking at what went really well and what didn't go so well in 2022. And then, of course, providing context to that. So, you know, the start of my 2022 and all the goals that I had nearly all went to the wayside when I found out I was pregnant before we were even done with quarter one of the year. So though I did miss the opportunity for some of those goals, I don't consider that a failure that I didn't do much of what I set out to do in the beginning of 2022, because life quite literally took a whole different direction. My focus changed, and therefore my my goals changed. And there were just simply different demands on the table at that point. So that is what I mean by providing context. That's very important. So step one is assessing last year and gaps. If you had goals in 2022, be it personal or business-based, how did those go? What months were your high months? What months were your low months? And why was that? What is the context there? What did you find went really, really well for you? And what continued to get pushed back, right, to the back burner? What did you continuously not do that you wanted to do? Did you rest more? Did you read more? Did you go on more small adventures? Did you make more friends? Did you start investing? Did you move? Did you start a new career? Um, Provide some context and seasons to your last year. This is what I believe will really set you up for success in your goal planning for 2023 because we can better make decisions moving forward when we know what happened in the past, how we behaved, and we ask some questions around that. Why was that the case? That gives us context as we move forward with what's realistic in 2023. Next up is going to be actually planning your goals. So a common mistake that I have fallen into myself and watch other people fall into often every year is choosing way too many goals to accomplish. I see no issue with making a huge list of things that you would like to accomplish, but then categorizing them or looking for if-then type goals. So if you achieve this goal, then likely these other three goals will get achieved along the way, if that makes sense. For example, something that is still on the table for Nathaniel and I is the goal of being location independent. Now, at the time of this going live, that might be a lot more realistic. I'm, I'm batching this well in advance. Um, for us, that means living in our home for the majority of the year, but maybe traveling for three, three months of the year. This has become much more of a perhaps- than a definite goal with the pregnancy and birth of our child, just experiencing life with a new baby. But other goals that I have financially within my business are what will allow the goal of location independence to become a reality if we want that to be something. So that goal is contingent on other goals happening, right? It's true that you will be far more successful in achieving your goal if your focus is not being pulled in seven different directions. This is like the basis of essentialism. It also makes it easier to remain focused on that one goal if you are constantly working towards it 
throughout the year and only focusing on one to two things. So I really encourage two to three big goals at most. That doesn't mean the other goals can't be on the table, but those other goals need to be kind of subsets of the big ones, if that makes sense. Otherwise, you will undoubtedly have to let some of those goals go or you're going to feel unaccomplished and we don't want that. So better to trim some of the fat beforehand. It is absolutely okay if you need to wait, if a goal needs to wait for 2024 or 2025 and beyond. Please remember that I started working on and dreaming up my pure programming course in 2018. It did not come to fruition until January 2022. And that brings us to our next point of making sure that your goals are in alignment with your life. I never want people to make goals without being aware of why they want to achieve that goal, uh, what they think it will bring them, whether that be with fitness, business, life, relationally. So for each goal that you write down for 2023, be sure to also write next to it why you want to achieve that. What's the motive? What's the reasoning behind the desire for achieving that goal? Again, that brings us to our next point, which is alignment. Within alignment, think about if this goal makes sense for the season of your life that you are in. Again, take it back to my pregnancy and the newborn phase, for example, you will have a season of life coming in 2023. What is that season that you know of? And does the goal that you have in mind make sense for that season? You would ask that for each one of the goals that you establish for 2023. For instance, one of my goals was investing, but that got pushed to the side when we actually needed cash in the bank for our house build because of the season of life that we were approaching. Even though investing does remain a top A goal in our future, it simply gets pushed to, you know, 2024 rather than 2022 and 2023. In that goal of investing, you could say was contingent on us closing on the house and getting settled into our finances here. If you want to travel more, or take more small adventures? Why is that important to you? What does that bring your life? What personal core values is that in alignment with? Why is that a priority? If you want a certain number of clients, what does that look like for the time demand of your business and why do you want that? Why is that important to you? What does it bring you? What are you expecting from achieving that goal? The last two we're coming to, number one is well, number four, number five, I don't even know what we're on. But the next one is to avoid goals without context or a plan. My favorite example of this is when people make revenue goals in business, but then cannot lay out at all how that revenue goal is going to happen. Manifestation is not my favorite word or tactic in business because from my experience of hearing manifestation coaches talk about it, it lacks an action plan. You could say that I gravitate more towards spreadsheets. Now to each their own. If someone wants to make $10,000 a month, my question is going to be, how is that going to happen? What does that time demand look like? What is going to take place there? And creating an actual plan for generating $10,000 a month. Now with that, yes, there's absolutely truth in claiming a goal, writing it down, working on believing that it can actually happen, that you are worthy of that. And that is where I am for manifestation. Absolutely. I am team 
entertain the dream, and then figure out the how. Lastly, and kind of the main purpose of this entire episode, is personal and business. When I say personal and business, this spans such a huge spectrum of possible goals. No goal is too small to be on your big list. So maybe you want to take one Friday off per month, or maybe you want to stop working at a certain time, or maybe you want to dedicate Saturdays to your online business 100%. I don't know what your situation is, but I consider these schedules goals as well. And they can make a huge, a massive difference in how you experience your entire year. If your goal around your business is to hit a certain number of clients or to grow your email list or Instagram following to a certain number, be sure that there is a plan in place for those to happen and then look at what that means for your life outside of business. And also beware that a lot of times people say, oh, I want to you know, hit 100K this year. I want to make 10K months or I want to have 25 clients. But they don't look at the fact that like that might take you until June to do. So what is the plan leading up to June? or September, or whenever you're going to actually hit that 25 client mark, right? Giving things a space in your actual year. So back to the schedule situation, it makes sense that if you want more small adventures in your life, that taking one Friday off per month fully off of work would allow you the time to plan your mini adventure. Looking at how your business and your life can work together is a fabulous way to plan your goals in my opinion, because they work together, right? And then be sure to remember that we often think that we can get a lot more done in a short period of time, and we underestimate at the same time what we can accomplish in a year, in two years. So remember that perspective as you go into your 2023 planning. Um, It's not too late. I think that if, if you do anything from this episode, make sure you reflect and provide context to your 2022 before moving into your 2023. Hopefully this episode was helpful for you. Hopefully it gave you some insights, some tactics, something. Um, Get Hillary Rushford's goal journal. Again, it's what I use. If you find value here, give the show five stars, leave a written review, let people know what they can expect. It is much appreciated. And if you would like exclusive podcast listener discounts, then go to anniemiller.co slash news, choose between Annie's weekly wisdom and Annie's daily dose, and you will get those discounts at the bottom of every email. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for listening to the Fitzboro Podcast.